Listen, I'm going to talk about God's appointed time today. How many want to be in God's appointed time? And so all these things that, that um, as, we, as we look to the Lord, as we ask the Lord, as we keep our eyes on Him, He's going to open up appointed times for people in this room. He's going to, He is already opening appointed times for us corporately. But there's something greater that's going to happen individually. And so as we, as we go through the door, look at me, you're about to go through a door. You need a key. And God's going to open some things up to us today. And I just want you to just stay, uh, if you can stay with me on some things. I'm going to kind of bomb through a bunch of scripture. And, and I want us to understand that we are living in times. We, we are living in actually... Uh, not so much. We are living in Kronos time because we always live in that time. Look at me. That's as time goes down the line, right? It'll be an hour. <laughs> I'll prophesy. It'll be an hour longer before you get out of here at best. And, and, and I, I'm not talking about the synchronicity of time. But I, what I am talking about is the, the Kairos time. That's where we meet and converge with what God says how he speaks, what he does. How many want to be in that spot? How many don't want to be in that spot? Don't, don't raise your hand because I don't want to know. No. I, I believe this. I believe we're living in a time right now where it's so important for us to get on track with the Lord and to get on track by the Spirit so that we can absolutely hear what he's saying and then walk in that way. Because if you look through Scripture, I just started thinking about many, many places in Scripture. I thought about there's, there's just in, in what Collins was sharing about David and Goliath, that was a kairos time for David to come into a significant shift in his life, pursuing the king, the kingdom, and, and entering into his kingship. It was, a, it was a kairos time. And he had many of those throughout his life. Look at me. You will have many Kairos times in your life. You have many times, God-appointed times in your life. My question is to you today is what are you going to do with those times? Ready? Because you're going to see as I show you in Scripture that there's options. We have options. Come on, you have options before the Lord. <laughs> the Lord himself will pose questions to us, will pose opportunities to us, will pose things in our lives and bring things up because he wants to deal with them and he's looking for us to settle in and grab hold of him during those moments. And so I just, well, why don't we just start in the Gospel of Matthew. And I, and I want you to see, I'm going to show you some extremes, okay? And then we're going to bring it in. I'm going to show you kind of the, the oops right now, and then I'll get you encouraged after, okay? Because there, we, we see throughout Scripture that there's always, you always have an opportunity. 
And listen, listen, as I'm saying this, ready? As I'm gonna as I'm gonna speak to you, and and what happens is sometimes we get um we get fixated on certain things. So I'm going to tell you this: if we miss an opportunity time with God, guess what? He always brings it back. Yeah, it's around the mountain. I'd rather not go 40 days. I'd rather not go three weeks. I'd rather get it done as soon as possible. I'm that guy. Just cut it, take it off. Whatever you need to do. Lord, prune me. How many like pruning? Yeah. How many like God pruning their heart? Good, you should. You should say more, Lord. Jesus, come with the pruners and come into my heart and deal with the stuff. So, so here, I'm just going to, I'm in Matthew chapter 19. And I'm just going to start in 16. And you, got, you all know the story, so I want you to, you know, we're going to go through it. But I want you to go back. If you take notes, it's good. You know why? Because when we take notes, you get to go back to the notes. You can always go back online and hear the message. But when you take notes, there's something that actually you, you will absorb. Because through seeing, hearing, and then writing, it helps you to learn more. I promise you that. And, and it says... It's talking about the rich young ruler. It said, you know, Jesus, it, in, in, the, in the Mark encounter, it says that the young ruler went running to him. But in Matthew here, it just says, Now behold, one came and said to him, Good teacher, what good things shall I do that I may receive eternal life, that I may have eternal life? And he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. And he said, which ones? And Jesus said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And the young man said to him, all these things I have kept true from my youth, what is it that I lack? And Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, stop there. If you want to be perfect, if you want to be mature, if you want to grow up in the things of the kingdom, if you want to go into higher places in God, if you want to go into the deep places, because really this is about deep calling unto deep. We see it as a little thing on, you know, money and this guy couldn't leave his stuff. But it's really the, the king of kings speaking into this man's spirit and say, do you want to be perfect? Like your heavenly father is perfect. Do you want to be mature? And he says this, go and sell everything you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. But when the young man heard this saying, he went away sorrowfully. Because he had great possessions. Keep going. Jesus then turns to his disciples and says, As assuredly I say to you, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And again I say to you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And of course the disciples say, Who then can be saved? Who can be saved? And Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men this is impossible, but with God all things 
are possible. And Peter answered and said to him, <laughs> it's so funny, right? Peter's like, we're cool. We got this down, right? <laughs> Peter said to, that, said to him, see, we have left all and followed you. Therefore, what shall we have? Come on. We're always looking for benefits. Look at me. We're always looking for bennies. And the Lord wants to give you benefits because the Bible says in the Psalms, forget not all his benefits because he's given you plenty of benefits. But he's looking for us. And can I just say here, stop here for a minute and look at this because it's, he's not really, Jesus isn't addressing money. He's always addressing the heart. And every one of us, every one of us in the room, we, we always come to the Lord and we have an excuse for why we're not going to give the thing that he wants. I'll look over here because they don't get worried. Sometimes. Here's the deal. God is looking for us to give the things that he's requiring of us, and he wants us to give those things over so that we can get the kingdom. How many want the keys to the kingdom? Well, he told Peter, you have, you know, here's the keys. Here's the keys. And Peter, I love this because Peter's like, we've got it. We already nailed it. We already left everything. We got it. We're, we're walking. And right, so both, I just want you to see both have a tendency to have a religious spirit. Right? The, the rich young ruler said, I've done all these things. I'm good. What is it I have to do? He said, just go sell all your stuff. That's the one thing that you don't want to do, and I'm requiring that of you. Amen? Come on. I mean, I don't want to give my truck. I don't want to give the stuff, right? I'd give my truck in a minute so that I could have the kingdom. But he's really dealing with the things internally, the things that we struggle to leave, leave on the table, the things that we put on the table and then we take back off the table. And we think that we can negotiate with the Lord, and the Lord's saying, no, 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 no. You want the kingdom. I want everything. I want, I want the Maserati. Come on, I want the house. But most, most assuredly, I want your heart. And I want every idol that's in your heart. I want everything that rises up as, a, as knowledge against my will and against my purposes. And so here we are looking. Listen, I'm telling you, it's super important that we all get on the same page because God right now, right now in America is calling Christians, is calling believers to walk in a place where we are so separate that we look completely different because the light that we're we're stepping into and absorbing into our lives because we now have the keys to the kingdom and life is inside of you. And you're saying, Pastor, is that, Do I not have life inside of me? No, no, no. God wants you to live in this place of complete submission. He wants everything that he requires of you to be given to him. Come on, you just sang about God having great leadership. If he's looking for something from you, he's looking for it to be put into his hand, and he takes it, and you don't take it back. Amen? I'm telling you, this is great. This is great. And he says this, So Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, that in the regeneration, I'm reading from the New King James, and I had to stop there and say, what is that? The new era. 
It's the new life. But it's a whole new time that God is bringing you into. And it's a, it's, a, it's a regeneration. It's a place where God is taking the whole body. He wants to take the whole body. And that's a place of living the life and, and, and an explosion of the kingdom here on earth. Is the fullness of the kingdom coming without the Lord coming? No. Get that straightened out. Because I believe that you are the sons of God that have been raised up in, in this last hour. I believe that we are, we are an army of, 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 of kings and priests that are walking in the earth, that are called to, to bring dominion into the earth, to bring the life of God into the, into the soil of the earth, into the, into the ground of the earth. But yet Jesus is coming, and he's coming in all his glory, and he's looking for a people that has sold out and given over to everything that he wants you to give yourself to in this time. That means you don't make the rules. Come on, I love you. We don't make the rules. You don't make, you don't pick, you don't choose. When he's after something, listen, I want you to yield it. Look at me, you can point your finger at me too. It's all right. One of my instructors said, I've got four others pointing back at me when I'm pointing a finger. I'm not, a, I'm not bringing judgment to anyone, but I do know this, that God is calling us to live pure, holy, and un, just unbridled by any other thing other than bridled by Christ in this hour. So it says this, that I say to you that in the regeneration, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of His glory... You who have followed me will sit on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And come on, somebody. There's, do you choose a, a throne? What are you asking for? What are you believing for? Because I know we think, oh, it's all after, after this, we're all equal. I, I think scripture would show you something different. No, it's... And it may not be the big voices that you thought. It may be the lady that was in her bedroom praying for, for, and interceding for, for the ones. I'm telling you. And he says this. He says, everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or mothers or wives or children or lands for my name's sake... That means I have relinquished everything, shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. And inherit eternal life. Oh, that's something else and eternal life. Yeah, I don't know. You know, the kingdom doesn't act by rewards. No, it does. <laughs> okay. You all right? Many who are first will be last, and the last first. Listen, the Lord, the Lord is checking the whole heart of the entire church in this hour, right? After, we, we, you think it's over since, you know, COVID's kind of blowing in the wind? Uh-uh. Look at what's going on in the government. Look at what's going on throughout the countries and the nations, right? God, God is on the move, and it looks like it's crazy, but I'm telling you, God is, is, is going to bear down on the church that we, com, that we come into alignment and we come into this kairos time. You've, you've come to that time. 
Can I tell you, you have come to that time where the Holy Spirit is pulling you into a deeper place right now, right here, right now, today. That there's a clarion call that's going out, that's being released from houses of God, houses of worship. I'm telling you, it's coming from houses of worship. That we come together and that we walk together and that we walk in community. And we walk together in unity, in community. And the Lord, I'm telling you, watch. I can't tell you the power that I could see in a vision when I saw the whole body of Christ walking. Just one. It was just one, like, 200-person group walking in one, one, th- one cadence. There was such glory. There was such increase. There was such power being f- flowing through that group that I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is going to do something powerful in this hour. And listen. These are the things, the things that we hold away from the Lord. The things that we're trying to keep for ourselves. Ready? Let's just go. Let's just go. Let's go to Luke chapter 5. This is why Peter thought he had it together. This is why Peter thought, man, we got it nailed. It says, so it was. I'm right off verse 1, Luke chapter 5. Just catch up with me. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake and and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. And he got into the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put, put one out from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. And when he stopped speaking... He said to Simon, launch launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Now, let me just stop here for a second because here's here's what we're going to see right now, right? He listens. Simon says, he answered and said to him, Master, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. See, he's arguing with the Lord. (laughs) Nevertheless, he's given up at your word. This is one of the most powerful portions of Scripture with Peter engaging the Lord. This is like Encounter 101. It's not like the Lord, the Lord had not met Peter before because we read in previous chapters that he, he had healed his, his mother-in-law of a headache, and, and they were kind of hanging out. But he hadn't seen what the Lord could actually do. Let me just tell you right now, you don't know what the Lord can actually do. Let me just say to this whole room, we do not know when we listen and we comply with the word of the Lord. When he speaks a word to us and he speaks a word over us and we, we walk according to that word, according to God's appointed timing of that word. Listen, there is that Kairos time when God calls you to step in and under the word of God. And it was Peter right here. And what happened was, we know the story, right? They pull, he pulls up so much fish, he doesn't know what to do. But it was a place of humility because they were fishing all day and nothing. Talk about a humble fisherman. Talk about coming in humility. But Jesus used that spot, that place where he, he maybe felt like he came up short. Actually, he felt like he came up with nothing. And God jumped into that spot. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's hearing me right now. Places where you don't have, you feel like you have nothing. Places where you are humbled and where you, are, where you feel like you're shut down by God. Oh, come on. Or you're shut down by yourself or people around you. Come on. This is a professional fisherman that comes home with nothing. 
And Jesus steps into the boat. And Jesus takes the opportunity to bless because he's just act, asking for one act of obedience. Can I jump in the place where you feel like you've got nothing? That's what the Lord's saying today. Can I jump into that place where you feel like you have nothing to give? You have nothing to, to, to portion to anyone else? You've got nothing that you can show for even from your past. And the places where you failed in the past, God says, let me into that place. Are you hearing me? The word, I believe, Walker spoke. I believe that's true for today. I believe it's true for today. I believe God wants to come in and he wants to invade some spaces in our lives where we've thought really low about ourselves in other areas. And listen, he's not about puffing us up, Jesus. He wants us to be confident in one thing, what he says. Confident in his goodness. Confident in his leadership. Confident in who he is. Confident in where he's taking you. And so what can happen to us is as, we, as I'm saying these things, listen, God will bring us. If you've missed it in the past, don't worry. It's coming again. And what I don't want us to do as a whole congregation, I don't want us to miss any of the Kairos times. Like corporately, we need to be walking in unity. Corporately, we need to be loving one another. Corporately, we need to be exhorting one another, encouraging one another. Corporately, we need to be doing these things and connecting with one another so that we can walk into the fullness of what God has at the Kairos time. I'm not talking even about a building. I'm not talking about a geographical location. I'm not even talking about a time span on when that might happen. I'm talking about as we walk together, as two agree, as ten agree, as fifty agree whatever it looks like God wants to release that and put power on it because God speaks a word come on he speaks a word and when he speaks a word to you he wants you to step into the word and that doesn't mean we feel weird about you know stepping into something at a certain time, if you can't, I'm not talking about time, timing, chronos time. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'm talking about having, walking together in such a way that the power of God begins to flow. And we're okay. And you're, you know who you are. And you know your place. And you're confident in the gifts that God's given you. And you walk unhindered. Because what, what you don't know is someone needs your gift. Someone needs what's inside of you. And when the Lord starts putting his fingers on stuff that he wants, you to, he wants to take away, come on with me, raise your hands up right now. <laughs> what am I calling? I'm calling us into it. Because God wants, when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm talking about these things, I'm saying when God says, I want that thing, I don't want it to be a pattern in your life. I want it broken by the power of the name of Jesus. I want it released by the power of his blood. I want it released because I'm, I'm giving myself over 100% to these things. Only the kingdom. Listen, just say, only the kingdom. It's only the kingdom. You don't get hung up on the things that have held you back in the past. And there's, a, there's emotional uh, neurons that get stuck going back into old thinking. And God wants to break those patterns right now in Jesus' name. Because you've been called to walk in complete freedom. And so any places, even wounds in the church, 
Oh, the church has to get over the church. No, seriously, I'm telling you that God wants to heal the body of Christ. And this is going to be awesome. Because we're called to be a glorious church without spot, without wrinkle. And you've been called to this place. So we see that Peter lets down the nets and there's this harvest that comes forth. And he calls him out of a place and says this to him. He says, do not be afraid because all of a sudden Peter becomes unglued. And every one of us, when the Lord begins to reveal himself, we can be unglued. Come on, I was unglued this morning, just now, a few moments ago. Every time I engage the Lord and he shows up, I feel like, God, who am I? But Isaiah, come on, the prophet, chapter 6, we know the story. He just comes undone. And it's okay. Look at me. Look at me, everyone in this room. Look at me, look at me, look at me. It's okay to come undone, even before your brethren. Because it's pride that keeps us from getting unglued. It's pride that holds us back from bearing our, our hearts before the Lord. Listen, the Lord is wanting us to be in this place of transparency before the Lord. Where he can come in and do business with us as we're gathered together. As a matter of fact, there's someone that may pray over you. And I'm telling you, God is wanting to release a trust in your life. That you trust the one next to you. That you trust the one to the right of you and the left of you. The front and behind you. Come on. And, there's, there's, and, and the Lord will bring you into that place. And so here we go. We see this and Peter, Peter just says, he says, let it be to me according to your word. And I just want to talk to you a moment about this place. Because Kairos times are determined by our agreement. Listen to me. Some people, and, I, and I've been through this pattern in my own life. But I watch as people, all of a sudden I'm all in, and then I'm all out. And I'm not dealing with nothing in the building. Okay? But I just, I just know this. People get all on. Like, I'm going... I'm, I'm, we're running, and then something that God spoke to them, I didn't speak to them, or someone else didn't speak to them, is all of a sudden reversed. Because they have a moment where they question what the Lord spoke. Do you understand what I'm saying? God speaks, He doesn't change His mind. When God speaks, He doesn't change His mind. I feel like I'm getting a little back from this. Come on. The Lord, when he says something, he's not double-minded. We, on the other hand, James says, my mind flips back and forth. I get nothing from the Lord. But, I have, but you have the mind of Christ. But you have the mind of Christ. But you live and breathe and you have the mind of Christ. So you don't change your mind back and forth. I prophesy over that, over you. That you do not change your mind. That you walk with integrity. What does that mean? That means I do what I said I was going to do. That means I walk in integrity. Hmm. 
Kairos time is a time when conditions are right for the accomplishment of a crucial, important action. Crucial. It means it's, it has to be done. I'm telling you, God is speaking in this hour to every one of you in one shape or form. Some of you have been called into a Kairos moment. And God is drawing you and calling you. And so what, is, what happens? We think that God can't do it. Or we come into disagreement with the Lord. Go with me to Genesis 18 quick. You know the story. Actually, I preached out of the story not too long, far too long ago. Abram. He's encountering the Lord. He's in... He's in, the, he's in Mamre, which was what? The place of two camps. Come on, I'm going after it again. Because we've got to understand that when we're in two camps, come on, there's, there's the angelic, there's the supernatural, and then there's the natural. There's two different camps. Come on, we've got to live in this world, but we're not of this world. You're, you're, you're supernatural, you have a supernatural mind, and you have a natural mind, which is the one that you want to guide you. You want the supernatural mind to guide you. You're hearing me. So, so we see Abraham is in this place with Sarah, and they're waiting, and they open the tent, and three men appear, one being, I believe, the, the Lord himself. It could have been the Trinity. I don't know. Who knows? But it's angels, and they come, and they visit him, and he actually, he hosts them. How many want to host the Lord? This is, this is how we get stuff done in the, in the Spirit. You host God when he shows up. And you come into agreement with him. And you say, don't leave my house until I get what you came here to give me. And I'll give you everything I need to, to get what I need to get from you. Come on, somebody. And the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us is able to come into alignment and go into that appointed time. Listen, I want encounters with angels. I want to live in, with encounters with Jesus. This is how I want to live. This is how you should want to live. This is what you should desire. Not a carnal life living outside the supernatural. You can live in this natural life, but you live in the supernatural realm. Right? The kingdom realm. And I'm telling you, God is moving us into this place where he is going to offer us things. Come on, he's offering you things. He may even be doing it at this time in your life. He's giving you options. And he's saying, will you agree with me? Are you in agreement with me over this thing? Are you in agreement with me? And when he puts you in and he positions you in front of something that he wants to give to you, and I'm not talking about the physical realm. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit and fire showing up and say, I want to give this to you. I want to give you a fresh anointing. I want to give you a mind that will not be changed or tainted by any other thing other than the Holy Ghost. Come on. This is what he wants to do. So the double-minded man gets nothing from the Lord. So I 
click. I just stay in the supernatural. I stay with a natural, with the, with the, with not a carnal mind, but the supernatural mind that only believes God. Listen to me. You believe God. And it says this, that, that he looks and he sees them, he entertains them. And then it says this in verse 14, is anything too hard for the Lord? Why? Because Sarah laughs at the report from the angels. That at this time you will have a son when we return. And I just want you to see this because the Holy Spirit, it says, is anything too hard for me? At the appointed time, I will return to you. Listen to me. God is coming and he's visiting his people. He wants to visit you. Are you making room? Are you making a space for him to come and visit? Are you clogging things up with all the other things that try and get in the way of what God wants to do? Are you like the rich young ruler? Or are you like Peter that says, take my boat and jump in it. And I'll jump in after your, after your anointing landed on my boat. I jump back in my boat. And when I push myself out like you told me to, there's a harvest that I can't even contain. I need to call my, my other associates to come help. That means the harvest that he has for you isn't even big enough for you. That means when you encounter him in the way he's supposed, when you're supposed to encounter him, if you encounter him in that way and agree with him and come into that appointed time. Look, it says it right there. At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life. Meaning two things come into alignment, Kairos timing and Kronos timing. So there is, a time, there is a time stamp that God wants to hit you on, but are you going to bypass that and go to another time stamp? Come on, that's good. I want to stay in the timing of God. God has Kronos time and he has Kairos time, and you can live in both. I love this. And then we think it's, it's so crazy because I feel like chapter breaks and certain things that they do in Scripture messes me up because I start reading them again. And it says that Sarah denied it, right? And, and then she gets rebuked for laughing, right? And then it says this, then the men arose from there. So now he's walking with angels. He's walking with the Lord because this is why I say it's the Lord. And a couple angels. I don't know. We don't know all the details. I'll watch the rewind later. But it says they looked toward Sodom. And so he placed Abraham right there as an intercessor. But here's the key. Here's the key. Verse 17, it says, And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Since Abraham shall surely become... Stop. I could just preach that the rest of the day. Abraham shall surely become. There's people in here that God says this over your life. You shall surely become an inheritor of what God has always promised you. And you know the things, those things that they are. You shall be the one to inherit those things. I love this. This like lit me up. A great and mighty nation. And I believe that the Lord says this over the church in this hour. You shall surely become a great and mighty nation living in the earth. 
Oh, come on. That's a prophetic utterance. I am telling you that this place, I'm going to prophesy it over this place, shall become a mighty nation that will, that will inherit great things. Right? And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have what? Known him. And can I just tell you that all, I say it every time we gather, but all we want to do is know Jesus. This is how all this comes together. If I know him and he knows me, he says, he addresses Abraham like a friend right here. Shall I keep my secrets? No. He doesn't want to keep any secrets from you. And there's things that he has spoken to you that he's going to add to as you align, as you come into the appointed time, and as he begins to open more things for you. I'm telling you, there's an open door right now for us to step in to the fullness and the inheritance of God. Are you with me? I have known him in order that I may command, in order that he may, excuse me, command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the way of the Lord, to do righteousness and justice. This is the blessing of the Lord over your family. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the kids look like. I don't care what the parents look like. God is wanting to release over your life the release of righteousness and justice throughout the generations. Oh, I expected a bigger amen than that, but he's going to do it. That the Lord may bring, come on, say bring it. He may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. I don't know. I could just go home happy with that. Why? Because your heirs, your heirs, your heirs of Abraham, you're, you're the seed of Abraham. You've been done that through the work of the cross, that Jesus Christ brought you into this inheritance, the same one, and, and, it's, and you will, you will see it. That the Lord may bring to you what has been spoken by him. Can I tell you that God is releasing seed over the entire body of Christ right now? And who's going to catch it? <laughs> just... I would take it. Yeah, just take it. Just like that. I take it. I take it. I'll cool you off a little, at least me. I'm telling you, there, there is something that the Lord is going to release for you, even today, that the power of the Holy Spirit will do, that no man can do. Because we're, we're trying to think in the natural, and God wants to pull us into this place of the appointed time. What does the appointed time look, look like for you? What has God been continually putting on your plate can I tell you God continually pushes something in front of you and either you're ignoring it or you're grabbing it and saying I'll do it hear me hear me he continually puts things he does it to me I know he does it to you he continually does it he'll pop stuff up he'll say you're gonna give me that I'll say hmm yes are you gonna take it back is the question right Come on. Come on. God wants you to just be all in and take it and give to him everything that he wants. Ready? Isaiah 55, 
And I will end here. Verse 8, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And your thoughts, my thoughts. And my thoughts, your thoughts, sorry. And here's the appointed time thing again. Verse 10, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and does not return there, but waters the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth that it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing that I sent it to you. Can I say this? Job 42 and 2 says this. No purpose can be without him. No purpose can be without God's endorsement. Do you understand what I'm saying? It shall not return void, but it shall accomplish. And God wants to accomplish things in this room in individuals. And this is the hour. No, I'm talking. I think I'm ready for the band right away. The band. The worship team. That's an old, that's an old thing that came out of the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The band. I want you to be in a place, posture. See, I wasn't even long. And God's going to do something powerful right now. I believe it. Because here's the deal. Won't stain like the oil. I'll read this over here again. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven. See, there's things being released from heaven right now. And the dew of heaven is dropped. I, I remember as I received revelation last week where I could see the heavens like bearing down on us Friday night. I could see it. And there's water that God wants to release and the snow. Huh. Why the snow? Because the snow brings purity. Isaiah says, though your sins be like scarlet, I'm the one that's going to make them white as snow. They'll be made white. And it doesn't return there, but waters the earth. Everyone raise your hands and say, I'm the earth. <laughs> you are the earth. Come on, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We have this treasure in God. And the Holy Spirit wants to release the dew of heaven on your life. And I'm telling you, we're living in an appointed time right now. And I know some of you in this room have been walking with promises that have been buried, and you just have to give them back to the Lord and say, God, I'll do anything, anything you say. 
I'll do anything you say. I'll give you what you want. I'll come into a complete agreement with those things. See, this is, this is the life. This is the life you chose. This is the life where repentance brings refreshing. Because there's things that we pick back up and we put them down. And we pick them up and we put them down. And we pick them up and we put them down. And we just can't seem to shake them. They're almost like sticky glue to our hands, to our hearts, to our minds. And God wants to release that tonight, right now. And do I, I believe a supernatural act and anointing can do it? But you have to maintain it. You have to steward it. I, I feel like there's a lot of authority in the room right now. And so God wants to break mindsets. He wants to break those things. He wants to stay in the flow of your life. He doesn't want, he doesn't lift up and go. He doesn't go different places on you. He doesn't disappear on you. He's a, he's a good father. And he says, surely I'll bring all those things that I've spoken over your life. I'll bring them to pass. And he'll accomplish it because I'm in a Kairos time. Because I'm in a moment where God's got something important that he wants to take care of. I'm in a moment where he wants to thrust me into something brand new. I'm in a moment where he wants to pull and release me from everything that's been encumbering me from my past. I'm in a moment where I'm about to go into the promise. Moses had a choice, strike the rock or speak. He did the opposite. But the Bible says he did these things for our sake so that we know on the next go around, I'm not going around the mountain again. No, I'm going into the, my inheritance. I'm not outside of my inheritance. I'm staying in it. I'm walking in it. And so there's deliverance in this, powerful deliverance in this. Demons can't even stay in this if you come into agreement. So just as that water, as that rain's coming down, so, so, the Bible says, so, so, so it is, so it is, so it shall, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. See, when God speaks, it's like rain. Oh, it's like the summer rain. It's like torrential rain. It's like the dew that falls from heaven. My word that goes forth from my mouth it's the mouth of the Lord and it shall not return to me void what does that mean that means that God's gonna get what he's come for and the things that he purposed in your life they must come to pass they must come to pass they must come to pass because you're coming into a complete agreement with it it must be accomplished because you're in complete agreement with it and so there's no more hit staying on the outside. you got to come deep in. And deep calls under deep. And when that happens, it shall accomplish what God pleases. It shall accomplish. It shall, it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it. 
So come on, stand. Stand, stand, stand. And the altar's officially open. Just, just come because I know the Lord wants to release stuff for people today. And he wants to crack things that have been holding you back. And he wants to move you into a Kairos moment with him. Don't you know that? Come on, we come into agreement with that. We remember the things he's done in the past because he's always been faithful. Every time he's been faithful. And so healing can be in a Kairos moment. God, I give you everything. Come on, just lift your hands up everywhere and let's just pray in the Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you right now. I thank you, Father, that you're going to do something supernatural. I thank you, Father, for a supernatural movement right now that's going to burst forth in this place. Lord, we won't be denied. Lord, we step into this Kairos moment. Lord, knowing that you're going to accomplish things that we could never accomplish in our own strength. So we just receive it right now like dew. Like the dew of heaven. Come on. We receive it like the dew. We receive it like the rain. We receive it like the snow. Yeah, wash us clean, God. Every bit of rebellion. Ha. It's okay. You can repent of rebellion. Yeah. Every place where I rebel against you, God. We break it now in Jesus' name. I can hear it snapping like lightning in the room right now. It's cracking over your life. It's breaking addictions right now in the room.